Welcome back to the B Squared Podcast. I'm so stoked to inform the 13 of you that listen to this, thank you so much by the way, that the podcast has 1.3 thousand total views. What the fuck? <laughs> like what? That's so crazy. I think each and every one of them for even giving me a chance because this is like one of my biggest dreams of all time is to do podcasts. I've listened to them since middle school. The idea that I can do it myself is mind-blowing. So I started uploading to YouTube again. I always say again. It's because I wanted to lose some weight. Losing weight is... One of those things that I try over and over to do, and maybe I can get like 20, 30 pounds, and then it's done. I I have no other means of doing it. And I think the problem is the way I lose weight in the beginning, those first 10, 20, maybe even 30 pounds, is just I don't watch my diet too much, but I will like exercise every day, like 20 minutes. That got like 40 pounds off, just doing 20 minutes of exercise every day. And I didn't really constrict my diet too much, but I lost a lot of weight. Now, though, it's to the point where losing the weight is becoming more difficult. And I don't have the discipline or commitment to carry through with it, and it's a big problem. So what I decided to do was start a YouTube channel. Well, I had a YouTube channel, but start really kind of a vlog series of me losing weight and each week I was gonna come and chime in and show how much I weighed what progress I was getting and so far it's mostly just each episode is a topic about uh how to lose weight like not how to lose weight but like my first real episode uh which came out today uh the 19th of July was basically me talking about intrinsic motivation and the fact that I took a lot of time to figure out why I didn't lose the weight in the first place, why I wasn't committed. And other than it just being just lazy, pure laziness, it's also, especially before I got sick and started going to therapy and stuff, I just kind of hated myself like like a legitimate like I'm not worth it why should I even bother to bathe eat right you know brush my teeth even like just all you know really deep depression and that led to just a very very low self-esteem of myself and I think that it took me to intrinsically look at what was bothering me to figure out why I had so many problems and uh, that's why the video was called intrinsic motivation which now thinking back I probably shouldn't have called it intrinsic motivation it should have been more uh, self-awareness maybe I don't know but the biggest thing that I had to realize in my life is that I had to start one loving myself more but two taking ownership of my choices for a long time, I didn't really do that. I didn't even think about the fact that I was consciously making choices that did not benefit me and why. I didn't even think about why. I just thought, oh, that's just who I am. And I de- would define myself by the things that I wouldn't accomplish or the negative things about myself. 
So once I took a real deep look inside to figure out what was going on, I got help. That was the biggest thing. And I've talked about mental health on here many times before. But the only way to figure out how to heal yourself is to explore that. And the easiest way to do that is through a therapist. And people don't want to do it. It's difficult to get that intimate with another person, let alone yourself. And it took maybe six months. I did have to start taking some uh, depression medicine, which I really, really hope one day is completely normalized to where it's not something that you should strive to not use if you need it. I think everyone around me that isn't in the mental health circle type of thing environment community they think that okay well yeah you can start taking this but slowly you need to taper off and learn how to live your life without it because that's the only way to live is without uh any sort of maintenance for your health which is weird because if your car like your car needs oil right and if you don't put oil in there, it's going to break down. It needs oil to sustain itself. Now, the thing is, if people were cars, people have this mostly. Most people have a way of regulating their own body naturally. Everything works right. It's fine. Other people have to change their oil every now and then and or daily like I have to. <laughs> and that's like okay. And people don't think of it that way, but it's just, if you're going to go to the gym to get fit and do regular, do some sort of exercise every day, if you need it, you should also take the medication. Because I promise you, if you go to a therapist and they're a good one and you trust them and they recommend that you do it, your life is probably going to be somewhat better for doing so um it's not like i'm a completely different person it's not like you know my personality has changed honestly it just it helps me not be so pessimistic and it just my quality of life is so much better now that i got the help but like I said, the number one thing you got to do to make your life better, I'm learning, is to take ownership of your decisions and take practical steps in progress and uh, positive steps. So I did, I've done that, but now I want some more accountability. And I've always wanted to do YouTube and podcasting and things like that. So it just seemed like a natural thing for me to do. I also had a friend that is doing a gaming channel right now, and uh, he wants to beat me to 1,000 subscribers. So that kind of motivated me to a little bit, that competition. But mostly, I just want to start making my life better, and I think the way to do that is to give me some sort of goal and some responsibility What else have I been doing? Uh, on a different note, I've been really into a new conspiracy theory. I've known about it for like a year or two, but it's called QAnon. QAnon, if you don't know, 
is a conspiracy theory sort of following that came about in like 2017 where a guy was on an anonymous forum who claimed to be Q-level military security clearance. And he started dropping info and knowledge on the secret goings of the Trump administration. Dude, this might be QAnon. It wasn't QAnon. Okay, so he has all this insight, or she, or they, have all this inside knowledge on what's going on in the Trump administration. The media hates it. They say it's complete and utter nonsense. QAnon believers think the world but especially the United States, is controlled by a secret powerful organization, the Deep State, and that Trump became president to stop it. Surprise, surprise, this began on 4chan with an anonymous user called Q, who claimed to be a government insider with Q-level security clearance. The conclusions QAnon followers have come to are straight up wild. They believe Trump and Mueller are working together to arrest a legion of corrupt, child-molesting elites. I get what they're saying it does seem like a bunch of people trying to justify the fact that our government is going into complete chaos and there has to be some order to it the thing is though <laughs> that at the very least whoever is posting this stuff is really Opening a lot of people's eyes into the weird underbelly of Hollywood and politics. They have posted connections to people that have ties to horrible things in real life. One of which is Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein was arrested in New York Saturday on federal charges related to sex trafficking. The 66-year-old hedge fund manager has long been accused of sexually abusing underage girls. What's interesting about Jeffrey Epstein is that he was indicted before all this went down. Uh, he was actually prosecuted in like 2007 for charges I would say are even worse than this. Mr. Epstein was first in the news back in 2007 when he was arrested um, for sex trafficking charges that were then later reduced when he entered into a plea deal in 2008. He was only in jail for a year and he kept checking himself out to go to work. That kind of detail was broken in a major investigation by the Miami Herald, which cast that whole case, the original case, into the spotlight. This guy is also very well connected. He also was um, close to and knew the owner of Victoria's Secret. Some of the young women who were recruiters for Epstein, it was said that they would often say, if you'll come to, you know, Epstein's house, um, he's very wealthy, he's very connected. Um, we're thinking you could be a Victoria's Secret model. And then kind of before they know it, you know, he's naked and allegedly and allegedly he's asking them for a massage. Well, it turns out that there are flight logs that have former President Bill Clinton flying on his plane 27 times. Bill Clinton um, is one of those. The flight logs show that he was on Epstein's jet dozens of times. This is in the flight logs, handwritten by different pilots. They have a bunch of different names, which was, I think they're using it as evidence in the case. I'm not sure. But the thing is, how do you explain that? 
that's something that's real. Jeffrey Epstein is a pedophile child trafficker who, at the time of his wrongdoing, was flying around in cahoots with a bunch of famous people, Bill Clinton included. What does that mean? Now, I get it. Most likely this is all fake, and Jeffrey Epstein is a lone thing, or it's not. And I'm not saying I care either way. I mean, I do care. If it's true, I want all of them to go down. If it's not true, fine. The thing that piques my interest about it is the way that the media covers it. They act like it's completely false. It, there's nothing to it. There's nothing to it that is possibly real. Nothing. I get saying that, you know, all these politicians are involved and it's like this big, massive things. But to say that there isn't something strange going on is a mistake, I think. If you go to the QAnon forum, there's a website. It's uh, Q Alerts or QPub. Just look up QAnon Alerts app. You can go to the website. They have all the proofs, quote-unquote, and a bunch of research. And basically, you can go through and read all the stuff that has been posted in the last few years. And it's a lot to go through, but if you're anything like me and you was able to dedicate some time to it, you might notice that there's some weird things going on. Uh... Something that's kind of connected to the QAnon thing is called Pizzagate. And it's horrible what happened to that pizza shop, especially if it's not connected to any of this. But the weird things about it, at the very least, is the people who own that pizza shop would post, and you can look this up, they would post the weirdest to me, perverted art on Instagram. And the thing about it is, there was real connection to real politicians. They would post selfies and stuff on the Instagram of the politicians that would visit. Politicians would talk about it, they would hold events, and they also, the Comet Pizza also did these weird things. Another thing that's more recent is uh, an Instagram account which appears to be like a coven of witch or Wiccan people or maybe Wiccan enthusiasts. There's a lot of, you know, those uh, five, those pentagram stars on their Instagram and a lot of weird stuff. Also, almost every famous modern female politician has been to this establishment, AOC. Hillary Clinton, la da da, all this weird, weird stuff, and the fact that no one's even, that's the that's the stuff that makes me think there might be something to it. The fact that there's real proof of politicians being connected to the strangest people, and to me, they're connected to people who, if their constituency knew would not be in office, I don't think. I know for one, I wouldn't vote for him because it's a little weird, you know? And the fact that people are, like, supposed to be clean-cut politicians and they're visiting 
Wiccan people, which apparently Wiccans are not that bad. I don't know. I've met, like, one girl in my life who was Wiccan, and really she was just into the woods a lot, like nature, you know? So I'm not saying they're satanic or anything, but the fact that no one's really addressing it or talking about it is a thing that makes me think there might be something to it. Maybe. I'm not saying go out and, like, hunt down people or whatever. Don't do that. But also look into it and don't be surprised if you see more things like Jeffrey Epstein coming out in the news. And in more episodes coming up, if anything comes out with the Jeffrey Epstein thing, I will talk about it. Right now, he, uh, I think he's in Manhattan, and he is going to be going on trial here pretty soon. I read in an article on Vanity Fair that they're going to be releasing some very interesting things. The title of the interview is called, It's Going to be Staggering, the Amount of Names. As the Jeffrey Epstein case grows more grotesque, Manhattan and D.C. brace for impact. Now, this Vanity Fair article is the only one that I have seen, one of the only mainstream platforms that are like respected that I've seen have covered it in this way, uh, which is the right way, which is it's a very serious matter that needs to be looked into seriously. They said, they were told, this is the paragraph that I read. Likely within days, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit will release almost 2,000 pages of documents that could reveal sexual abuse by, quote, numerous prominent American politicians, powerful business executives, foreign presidents, and a well-known prime minister and other world leaders, according to the three-judge panel's ruling. So, Vanity Fair, a well-respected platform, I would think. I've seen their videos on YouTube do really well and their, you know, their political ones. They are saying that the people prosecuting this believe or have proof that reveals prominent American politicians involved with Jeffrey Epstein and this pedophilia sex trafficking scandal. So, the idea that QAnon is complete and utter bullshit, I don't think is accurate. I think there might be something to it. My conspiracy mind tells me that most of it is probably not real and it's trolling, but the few instances where this Q stuff adds up is very compelling and it leads me to just keep my eye on it and i would recommend you do that too if you're anything like me who finds this stuff interesting uh i got into QAnon again because of the epstein thing it got more real i mean it says right there 2,000 pages of documents could reveal numerous and this is quoted numerous prominent politicians powerful business executives foreign presidents, a well-known prime minister, and other world leaders, according to the three-judge panel's ruling. So the judges said this. What's going on? That's insane. And another person is quoted in this. Nobody who was around Epstein a lot is going to have an easy time now. It's going to come out, said Guffrey's lawyer, David Boyes. Another person involved with the uh, litigation against Ep Epstein told me, Quote, it's going to be staggering. 
the amount of names. It's going to be contagion numbers. It might be real. And the thing is, why don't people cover it like it could be? That's the thing. They're going after it as if there's no credence to it at all whatsoever. And in the news, they're not covering it as child sex trafficking. It's just sex trafficking. They don't say children. They say young women. The way they're wording it is very interesting. Why is it like that? If you want to believe the Q stuff, they're all connected, right? And they're trying to cover it up. I don't think it's good for people now to not take certain things like this Q stuff completely as nonsense. You should probably look into it a lot more and not be so biased with it. I think we should all be open about it because obviously with this Epstein thing, there there's something going on and it's awful. And a lot of, Trump included, a lot of politicians are connected to it. Okay, I think that is going to be my podcast today. Um, I really appreciate everyone listening. (laughs) Uh, Tune in next week or next episode and uh, we'll talk some more. (laughs) 